I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agape Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. My guests this week on the Ask a Matchmaker podcast are Carolina Barlow and Devin Leary. They are the hosts of the True Romance podcast, and they are ready to guide you through the trials and tribulations of public and personal love stories. They've been there for each other's best and worst romantic moments because that's what friends do. Both come deeply obsessed with relationship dramas and neuroses. And as romantics, they want to hear and discuss everyone's love stories, how they made it, how they did it, and in what positions. Welcome, Carolina and Devin, to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Thank you so much for having having us. us. I love it. I love that you both speak at the same time. It is wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I want to talk more about, you know, I want to talk today about your podcast. I want to talk about how you met. I want to talk about whatever dating questions you might have, you know, also solve the world's problems. Like we have a lot on this agenda today. Yeah, (laughs) that'll be easy. We can do it. We've been waiting to do this. This is awesome. So uh, ladies, so tell me a little bit more about True Romance. We're in season three. How did you come together? What, how did we meet? Well, (laughs) um, we met when we were young and dumb and Mm -hmm. buying bronzer from Dwayne Reed in New York City in our early 20s. Um, Caroline and I bonded. We immediately after we became friends, she went through a horrible breakup, crying on the sidewalk style. Mm-hmm. On my knees, crying on my knees on the sidewalk. What? On like her knees what, on the sidewalk. What sidewalk? Like where? Uh, Lower East Side. Yeah. Yeah, East Village area. Meanwhile, I had yeah. never had a boyfriend before and I was like, wow, must be nice to be wronged by a man. I can't even get one to be right by me. And I feel so that. we met on those hostile grounds and yet we stayed friends. And then <sighs> Carolina had the idea... For the podcast, I think because like we spent so much time talking about relationships and conflicts in our relationships and why we couldn't keep relationships and why we couldn't find them. We also had so many stories of us being crazy in relationships and dating crazy people. Like we have, we really do see both sides. There's a wealth. Yeah. There's a wealth. So we thought like maybe we could turn this into an occupation of sorts. We need to make money off of our behavior have you been making money off of the dysfunction a yeah, tiny bit tiny bit yeah i'm, I'm hint really hint i heard that's... <laughs> yes that's right caroline and devin are the hosts of a podcast true romance from big money players network and iHeartRadio. radio so get that bag ladies i'm really proud of you Thank use you. your use your trauma for good yes and by good exactly. i mean paying for money. therapy yeah <laughs> Let, let's take a step back how are we meeting these men how are we meeting these men um, just through friends. I mean, we, we did some online dating, but I don't think either of us have has, has had a relationship from online dating. Right Never down. once. We've had many, our, we, our friends. Many sorted escapades, but we, no relationships. Yeah. And, and our friends, by the way, are super happily married for online dating. My sister is dating a great guy that she met online. We, Which website? I believe it was Bumble. Right. Oh, Bumble.com? I think that she went to that website. Yes. 
HTTP backslash www.bumble.com. Yes, you know, slash. Devin, I was hoping to like kind of put that under the rug to not show my age. <laughs> I was like, did I just say website? No, uh, no, no, no. But yes, we uh, we we met guys randomly or through friends. I which one do you prefer? I have a hard time online dating. I just why do you why do you think you have a hard time online dating? Because I'm an obsessive person, so I can either go on it all night long and just, like, I love the game of it. It's sort of how I imagine video games are fun to play for men. Um, and then I'm left with a feeling of emptiness afterwards. So I don't really get anything out of it besides, like, look at men. And I don't think that I – listen, I'm not I, – I can totally see myself doing it in the future. I just don't – I don't even know if I want a boyfriend right now. So – that I also feel a little bit dishonest being on them because I don't do casual hookups. I just don't like have any interest in that either. And I also don't want a partner right now. So that is a tricky place to be. How about you, Devin? How are you dating? I have a boyfriend, not to brag. Not to brag. <laughs> Devin has a boyfriend. Um, and I met him through friends. So yeah, I actually had just deleted the apps when I met him. I mean, I had just taken a break from them because I feel similarly to Carolina where I like get addicted to going on them. And um, I also was like, I was having trouble because I was tr- I was actually looking for something casual, even though I ended up with something serious. Um, but That's men, but men on the apps, like in my experience, don't under they like take everything so seriously that they like. It's like after one date, I feel like they freak out as if I'm like already assuming they should be like meeting my family and proposing or something. Like I couldn't find someone who just wanted to like casually hang. And I was just like, this is kind of pointless. Kind of like what Carolina said, like, I'm not really looking for a boyfriend. And I think men are terrified that that's all I can think about. So I can't really find a way to connect with them. And so I deleted them. And then I met this uh, person, (laughs) random person. (laughs) How'd you meet him? I met him at a comedy show, actually. A friend you know, of, a- I always tell people, like, comedy shows are a really great place to meet people. Because, like, yeah. depending on the comedian who, like, you're following uh, in the sense of, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I follow a lot of comedians. Some of my closest friends are comedians. And I feel like if you laugh at my at this person's jokes, we might have the same sense of humor because we might have right. the same outlook on life. So it's like, you know, figure out who your favorite comedian is and, like, start I mean, don't what, start every stalking show, them, but start stalking them, not the comedian, but like start heading, you know, go to, go to at least two shows and just talk to random people. I would totally do that. Oh, That's true. I, yeah. and there, there's, there's always a lot of like straight men there. I feel like, like it's maybe like the modern version of the sports bar. Um, and mm. also like, yeah, it's something to talk about afterwards. Like you can be like, did, do you think this person was funny or whatever? Um, my boyfriend actually was one of the comedians, so um, that was a little bit different. I never really went to comedy shows before or had any interest in them. And also the night that I went and met him, like I kind of didn't – I was like hanging out with my friends and their kid all day, and I kind of like felt not hot really, but I was like, ah, I guess I'll go because I don't want to flake on my friend. So also not flaking on things that helps can pay off. Yeah. Uh, Can't you know, pay off. Try uh, it. <laughs> my, Try it. My husband and I's uh, wedding anniversary. Not wedding. Well, kind of wedding, I guess, too. Our anniversary of meeting, of having our first kiss, is two days after this episode drops. 
And oh, cute. I Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. It's He's awesome. And um, I remember, I was saying this in last week's episode, like I remember that on my birthday, which was yesterday, but on my birthday, I wrote this manifest. And I teach this in like one of our programs, but I was like, here's what I'm looking for, for the future part. Like, here's the partner that I want in my life. Like I was like, I'm thinking like, okay, the next relationship, that's it. The next relationship I have that's serious, it's leading to marriage. But I wasn't telling guys like, oh, am I going to get married to you? It wasn't like that. I was just like, let me just hang out with you. And if we have a good time, then there'll be a second date. And if we have a second date, we'll go to a third date. Like it was like very like step-by-step process. But at the same time, I was like very intentional. But that had like a bit of a different effect. Like between my birthday and meeting my husband, those 10 days was like the sluttiest (laughs) week of my life because- I know because I know I love it for me too because I was going out on like I was so motivated to go out and meet people right so I was saying yes to like any person want to set me up I was um going out on dates online all that stuff right but because in my brain and in fact I, would, I barely was online I was just going out to like out with friends like it's December you know holiday parties just go out right and if I found anyone remotely interesting I was like okay we're going on a date and I was like we're going out tomorrow like I was very intentional and I was like if I don't find the right guy I mean, if, I'm sorry, if he's not the right guy, I'm just going to sleep with him if I want to. Like, it does. Mm-hmm. there's no strings here. It's like, it's great. Like, it's it's fun. It's okay. It's okay. And then, you know, eventually I met my husband. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is, this is the guy. And I mentioned it's also like our wedding anniversary because when we started dating my husband, we had already like a wedding plan. And I was like, like our, our wedding was for 2016, but I was like, oh, I really want your health insurance. Um, <laughs> let's get married six months before at the civil house, the courthouse and just get it done with. And we did it on our anniversary, but for other reasons. Are you looking for a new dating experience that will finally take you off the apps? Our sponsor First Rounds on Me is a new dating app for people who want to cut out the small talk and actually meet for a date in person. Here's how it works. You swipe through people's profiles. And if you see someone you're interested in, you send them a date invite directly. You choose a drink, a location, a time, and then you hit send. The person will receive the date invite in their inbox, and they can accept the date, reject it, or suggest a new drink, a new location, or a new time. If they accept, your date is scheduled. Now here's the twist. You can only chat on the app six hours before your date is scheduled to start. First Rounds on Me wants you to get out there, meet face-to-face, and make a real connection in person. You can only schedule one date per day and only up to a week in advance. So if you're tired of small talk and pen pals and playing games, First Rounds on Me is for you. First Rounds on Me is available on Android and iOS. Head over to firstroundsonme.co or you can go to the App Store and type in First Rounds on Me. And of course, there's going to be a link in the show description. Happy dating. Maria, what I'm interested in is the manifesto you wrote to attract your husband. And what does that look like? And what am I supposed to do? Okay, so... I want you to know that I do teach this in a program called the Agape Intensive, but I'm going to give you a cheat sheet really quick. I love it. Thank Um, you so much. (laughs) The cheat sheet is essentially, I want you to think, look, again, I have an entire program dedicated around this and there's a matrix and all that stuff. But if you want the cheat sheet, uh, I want you to think of, do you, oh, well, let me take a step back. Carolina, do you want to have kids? I think so. Okay. So <laughs> it's, this is a hack. Even if you don't want to have kids just for a second, pretend you want to have kids. Okay. It kind of helps here. Um, so I do, I do. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm very flexible to, will that happen or not? I, I want kids around. So I'm kind of hoping my sister does, but yes, I'm going to pretend for this. I definitely want kids. All right. So essentially you should write down the 15 things you want in the future parent of your child. 
Oh, that makes and sense. And what you should think about, like immediately from there, certain things get eliminated that people sometimes think about. Like, the, you know, I meet so many women every single day and the amount of women who tell me, like, I'll say, you know, what are you looking for? And the, if I had a dollar for every time someone said to me, like someone tall, dark and handsome. And I'm like, that's not, right, that's, not right. that's nothing, you know, that doesn't mean yeah. anything. Um, yeah. so, you know, when you do it in that mindset, suddenly it shifts a lot of things and mm. you might forget certain things. So as you start to think about it, you might add more things that you didn't think of. And so one of those things that I would tell you to certainly put down is a present partner. Mm. Um, there's a lot of people who've gotten divorced because their partner was not present, not even just in the physical capacity, but like, right. Emotionally. emotionally, right. Yeah. Like I just met with a woman last week who was telling me that, you know, her and her husband divorced. And one of the major reasons was because he was so addicted to video games that he wasn't, he was in, unable to be present in their relationship and rearing their child. Yikes. So there's just certain things that I think need to come out in this. And then once you start doing that manif, like once you start adding into these things and, you know, a manifest about tell, you know, expecting the universe to deliver on what you're accounting for. Now you have to be accountable to yourself on who you're meeting with. Right. So when you start dating people, um, it starts to come out in a place of like, oh, well you're not here. So I don't have to give you excuses. You're just not for me. Right. Right. Yeah. It that makes sense. Everything. It shifts the whole way of dating when you just lay it out like that. So that's a cheat sheet. Um, Carolina, like, tell me a little bit more about, you know, it's, you know, actually, no, both of you, both of you come from a place of TV. It seems mm -hmm. am I off here. No, I mean, no, we both correct. love it. Yeah. So how has that, like, how does that shape even your approach to not only your comedy, but your podcast? You know, it's interesting. I would say that one of the things that, and I think I can speak for Devin here, we both look for funny men. That is kind of a non-negotiable. And I've dated people who aren't, that's not maybe their total skill set. And I've had fun with them and I've learned so much from those relationships, but it's become a non-negotiable for me. And I think that might just be because I am around comedy a lot. And that is just an important part of my life. Devin, do you agree? That comedy is an important part of your life. Wouldn't you say that? No, don't you agree that that's sort of like on the <laughs> checklist? Yes, I agree. And I actually was remembering a conversation with you that I had when I was dating someone who wasn't funny like years ago. And I remember like kind of desperately being like, but it's okay because you're funny and and a lot of my friends are funny and I can just talk to you guys, right? And kind of being like in my core knowing that's not the case. Um, but yeah, I think, and like, Luckily, I've been able to somehow influence the podcast to go more towards reality TV, which I think, <laughs> which I think is the best an 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 anthropomorph. What's it? An anthropo. That's not it. That's what anthropological emotion. Let, let, let her figure it out, Caroline. Let her animals. figure it out. I'm, 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 ex I'm. This is my, <laughs> this is my reality TV right now. Keep going. It's, it's anthropological study of relationships that's what housewives is it's about the beginning middle and end of relationships marriages that's, that's true. what bachelor obviously the bachelor franchises and love is blind so you're um, you're i haven't uh, but this is all like with wealth and good looks like that's not that's on, not on real housewives always <laughs> and not on 90 day fiance i'll tell you that much it really run, it really runs the gambit there's, there's i gotta say if you watch the first real world ever mm -hmm. was it 1992 mm -hmm. whatever it was like yeah. that is that to me is like historic because it's like this is the first time people have like tv in there like it's mm -hmm. the first time they're having reality tv so people don't know how to play to the camera 
they're just mm-hmm. oh yeah oh hi you know like they have no idea that the fame is coming and yeah the- a real housewives is the same thing if you watch those first seasons oh yeah it's really um gosh this is the those were like the bush years right Devin? <laughs> which one no um i think it was <laughs> no, no. <laughs> i think it i really think real House i'm like reagan was like president <laughs> I think it was Obama. I think it was hope and change. And and then what did it bring? Hope and change. But Instagram wasn't even a thing. Like these women didn't know that they were going to become influencers and they were going to make money off of flat tummy tea on Instagram eventually. True. I have purchased a flat tummy tea. Oh no. I, have been, I did it. So I did it work? I did it in 20. Huh? Does it I, work? I, you know, it, it doesn't work because I have no fucking willpower. So like, well, I, I mean, it. it's also a laxative. It's just, Listen, it's just laxative. Do you not do this too? It's like when I go to the library, right? I'll check out all these books. Cause I'm like, I'm going to read all these books. And it's like, yeah. oh no, I don't have time to Maria, do this. I'm going to do forget. not take flat tummy tea not working on. That is so, not your fault. <laughs> I in 27. So to my defense. Okay. So in 2017, I gained like a hundred pounds carrying my first kid because mm. I was like allergic to him, steroids, all this bullshit anyway by the way for anyone who's listening to this don't be scared this is so rare it's not going to happen to you it already happened to me so it's not going to happen to you anyway uh, i gained a lot of weight though and uh in the summer of 2018 i just kept getting those ads and i was like you know listen my hormones were not all there my brain was disconnected i purchased it and uh then and like in true maria has no commitment to things outside of her immediate bubble I drank it one time and was like, okay, that was nice. And then I never drank it again. I did that. I just purged it. I did that with athletic greens. I was like, I am going to be so full of vitamins and health and whatever. (laughs) And it's like the, the amount of effort is literally filling a bottle of like putting powder in a bottle and filling it with water. And I was like, I can't, I can't even fathom (laughs) doing that. You know, I was going through a receipt. I was looking for something the other day and uh, this receipt showed up in my my email search and it was for a keto menu template mm. for $40. I was like, mm-hmm. what was I, I could have gone this for free on Pinterest. What was I thinking? And, uh, no, I purchased it $40. And, uh, it was because, uh, and you know, what happened is for whatever reason, I don't know if anyone else's brain is like this, I buy it. And then I'm like, now it will magically work. I won't do anything. Yeah. I get it. Right yeah. now, I have heard from a celebrity trainer that my key to losing weight is 12,000 steps a day. So that is, um, but actually, then can you eat whatever you want. I don't think they, I don't even think he says that, but he trained, he got Jessica Simpson to lose a hundred pounds, looks to camera three times. I do think that she was helped by Why am I making uh, this face while you're saying that um, I don't look like a freaking weird. I'm like, Hmm. Okay. It's uh, by the way, I do think it helps that she was a billionaire. Um, sure. but that is two hours of your day. I walk 6,000 steps like every few days because I've been trying to compromise and mm-hmm. that's an hour of my day. And it's, and it knocks you out kind of, that's three miles. Like I'm I tired do the 12,000 steps. Uh, I, I do walk 45 minutes a day and that is that that's great. That, that and like a calorie deficit has helped me lose, uh, 95 pounds what yeah oh my gosh maria i am taking this on like nobody's business i'm no, gonna go on a dog walk right don't. after this yeah yeah just 45 minute walk a day that's just really helped me what's worse is that my father-in-law and i uh we follow each other on our apple watches i got him an apple watch that's the kind of daughter-in-law i am and um it's very nice actually i didn't buy it 
So I bought my Apple watch and Apple sent me three Apple watches. So I returned the two, I called them and I was like, you sent me two more by accident. And they were like, oh, just return them. Enjoy and I your return life. them. And then they sent them back to me. Amazing. And then I sent it back to them and they sent it one more time back to me. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just you gonna keep what? these because yeah. you don't deserve it. You don't so deserve I, me. Yeah. I just, you know, my, I, I sent it three back. I sent it back three times. So the fact that they get a, a, somewhere in the long 80 page terms of service, I am right. So I gifted it to my <laughs> father-in-law and then another one to someone else. And uh, anyway, so my father-in-law, he follows me and he walks seven kilometer kilometers a day, which I don't know what that is. What's in miles, a kilometer? But it's <laughs> <laughs> what is a kilometer actually? It's a thousand um, meters, but yeah. Uh, so, so gosh, you're talking will, to someone who failed chemistry. He will message me sometimes and be like, you haven't gone for a walk yet. And I'm like, you are seven hours ahead, sir. Like, please. It is 4am. Like, please stop messaging. Me. David Sedaris has these essays where he, um, just basically is competing he walks like twenty thousand steps a day and picks up litter like that is his hobby and he lives in uh the countryside of france um and i completely understand that once my therapist told me that running is bad for your joints and walking is just as good for you i think that opened um a a door for me that was mm -hmm. really beautiful all right i have another question for you ladies um what character on tv has been a prototype to the kind of person you have sought out for dating even if it's a bad one like even bad examples are included i want to know what the prototype is yeah they're they're all no one good well, i would say the person who i want to find is the dumpy father from modern family he's like kind of a dork but really loves his wife really loves his kids and i i do think that's the person you marry that's why i, I feel like i married dumpy I love that. I love that. Yeah. I don't watch Modern Family, so I'm completely excluded from this conversation. That does hurt. Um, but I think that like they don't include good examples or prototypes in shows because they're not dramatic and like they're it it's like I mean, I would say like um on Grey's Anatomy, mm -hmm. Bailey's Bailey's husband must be supportive because he lets her work all these crazy hours and he seems to be like a really proactive father but he's not even in the show because he sounds like too nice and normal of a person it's like boring um they always include like the toxic people who are like unavailable and make people want them i mean i think i had a, the biggest crush on seth cohen from the oc of from all the teen shows like i definitely was like but also that came from the fact that i was like oh he's nerdy maybe he would like me because i was so rejected in high school um and then like looking back, it's like, okay, he's actually insanely attractive and very conventionally so. So like he's not um a nerd at all. Um but also I've got one for you. Okay. This this movie changed my life because it goes like, oh, that's the guy I want to have kids with. Uh have you seen the movie Easy A? Yes. Yeah. The father actually. Oh no. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci's character, the father of that. That's I was like, I saw the movie and I was like. That's the guy I'm gonna marry. Like that's Aww. it. This guy right here. That's this very cute. Yeah, and like, like it him. was so crazy how after that, how I mean, I watched this movie like ten times to memorize. I mean, it's a good movie too, but also like to memorize. I was like, you, this is this is it. This is the guy. And uh, yeah, I was very, um, I was very intentional with like, I need a guy like that, like that kind of sense of humor. And mm. I knew that that was a fake person, but I figured, well, someone had to write him. Right. So I was like, can't be that far off. Like if a bunch of women can say that they're Samantha from sex in the city, which none of them are, but let's say that they are, 
Like I'm sure I could find a man who's like, I'm Stanley Tucci, which is funny because this past week I talked about the Stanley Tucci method on my Instagram. Have you heard about this ladies? No, you haven't heard about the Stanley Tucci method. It's a theory I have. So I have a theory that if a straight man likes Stanley Tucci, he is giving in bed. And more specifically, he would let you sit on his face. So interesting. yes. So now women have been texting men like that screenshot and the men are replying back like, yes, I like Stanley Tucci. So now it's become the Tucci method. If the you, Tucci if method. I likes Tucci. He likes Gucci. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. That is, um, well, Carolina, I'm not in a, position, a pillow somewhere. I'm not in a position to test that out. So you will have to test oh that my for, gosh. for the true. Devin's bragging about her relationship again. I'm not like, in a me? position to be texting I men right now. I cannot do that. It would upset I, my boyfriend. It would upset my relationship. Uh, Carolina, do you, are you currently dating anyone? No, I, it's hard. I just left a relationship where I was, I left. I mean, I had seven months ago, I was in a relationship where I really thought like this might be the person I'm going to marry. Okay. So pretty long time. Yeah. Oh, you mean not being together? Well, no, that's a pretty long time. Like seven months is a long time. I oh, would totally, I can sorry, totally no, I, believe I, we, you. We know, knew each other for, we dated for years and we got, we divorced, we broke up, we got back together and then we broke up again seven months ago. Wait, were you legally married to this person? No, 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 no. no. Oh. I said divorce by accident because I'm she a dramatic misspoke. person in my head. She got so but activated. It's just like when I went to get Cuban food Octavia the other night. and I got activated. <laughs> no, but when I went to get Cuban food the other night with my friend. With I, your boyfriend? No, with my platonic oh. female friend. And I got so activated talking about something that I like flung a plantain across the room because I was just like, and then this happened. I That's feel Carolina. that way all the time when my extroversion, uh, when I finally get the the nourishment that I need out in public. Yeah. yeah. I live with an introvert. He doesn't, he can't possibly understand my need sometimes. To just I get it. Yeah. So, uh, so you broke up with that guy. Um, are you, so you're not talking to anyone right now? Like you're not, you can't like ask them about Stanley Tucci. <laughs> so I can't do the Tucci method because I'm just very, um, I've learned now, not in my twenties anymore. I learned my... Listen, listen to me for a second, Caroline. Okay. You have yeah. an iHeartRadio podcast. That's true. Okay. We have the opportunity to make the Tucci method be an urban dictionary thing. That's true. So Tucci you know, method. we need you to find out. We need you to start texting straight guys. Do you this like saying like Tucci? Though. What's I the thing? I don't enjoy oral sex. <sighs> I don't what? enjoy receiving oral sex. You don't like receiving Wait, oral sex? what, Carolina? No. Devin, how do you not know about this? You've recorded I didn't know three about this. seasons. I'm so disturbed. How <laughs> I am mean, I learning about this 50 minutes in it, meeting it's Carolina? Connected. What do you, what do you enjoy? Penetrative? I do enjoy penetrative. I enjoy getting fingered. I enjoy anything other than, by the way, there's like a plumber in my house who's definitely within like hearing this. <laughs> I do enjoy penetrative. I'm like, I do enjoy penetrative. I do enjoy getting fingered. Um, <laughs> I just find he's your plumber. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I don't, yeah, I'm just, watch me get married to my Palmer, by the way, after this episode. He's like, oh, did someone okay. say <laughs> That is actually um, prejudice against plumbers. And I can't believe No, it's not. <laughs> the Tucci method. First of all, plumbers have great jobs. We get paid very well. Okay. So that is, this, that is this podcast dance. And by yes. the way, Carolina pays a lot to her plumber because hey. she's having him over a lot. Listen, 
just, just eat more fiber, Carolina. That's all you gotta do. I mean, the funniest thing no is that for my Venmo was public. And our friend Beth, who's just like an expert troller, saw that I played my plumber something like two. How much was it? It was like four hundred dollars. No, it wasn't even the amount. It was that it said invoice number four thousand seven hundred and something. And we were like, oh, my God, how many times does this guy have to come? She's only been living there. What, three and a half years? Four thousand visits? It was a really hard moment getting that text and realizing that like the whole the whole world, yes, saw the whole that. world saw that. And specifically that Beth, our friend with her, is such an exacting eye for comedy, saw yeah. that and immediately need to bring it to the forefront. To and I just want the world to know and your listeners to know that, that was my shower head getting replaced. The invoice sure. number was from their company. They did okay. four thousand jobs. Her shower my- her shower head was being replaced yeah. from a person who doesn't like oral sex. I mean, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't, yeah. These are things that I don't like, like the bath, like teen girls, she, with like she doesn't so like vibrators. Now I'm going to play matchmaker. So for any man listening who do like Stanley Tucci, but they're not cool with the Tucci coochie method. Um, man, this is going to get, uh, oh, DJ Khaled. That's perfect for you. Carolina. There you go. We got to find a guy. Oh, that's what you got to do. Wait, the why DJ, DJ Khaled, Khaled method? Because DJ he Khaled doesn't he, do it. He said he doesn't believe in giving oral sex to his <laughs> so wife. So fucked up. That is so dark. <laughs> so I do think that's dark. And I do think it's like hot when guys like are so into it. I just, I almost think I've like, I almost do, you do like it more for the jobs? guy. Yes. I love it. It turns me on more than getting head turns me on. Got it. Put that in your dating app bio. Devin, I'm learning <laughs> that so is actually much more about Carolina. So you have years to put in my dating app. I actually, uh, when yeah. I was in middle school, I was on the school bus, like, and this girl who was cool was talking to me and she's like, would you rather have a guy go down on you or give a blowjob? And I didn't know what either meant in the slightest. Like I had no clue. And I was like, okay, what do I say? I have to say the right thing. I have no idea what any of it means. So I was like, blowjob. And she was like, wait, what? That's what you would You're rather like do? <laughs> and I'm like, what did I just agree to? What did I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I had to defend it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> Yeah, you bish. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit more now about true romance. Like, what problems are we solving on your pod? We're not so much solving problems as creating new ones. <laughs> we are creating um, new ones. Devin, come on now. <laughs> we are talking through, well, we love having people on and hearing their perspective, hearing their relationship stories. I think that women sometimes don't. That's not true. I think that's something I've enjoyed is women exchanging, like there are stories where they historically feel alone, things they haven't shared with others because they have shame around it. Um, and hearing what uh, embarrassing stories they have so we can all feel just like in the same experience. And I think also it really helps in relationships. I think we keep some things private because we don't want like our ex to be embarrassed or or we don't want to admit a way that we feel like we weren't treated well. And when we do admit, like maybe it was weird that X, Y, and Z happened, you can have someone else be like, yeah, and verify that for you and validate your experience. And I think that is a lot of what I've gotten out of this podcast is saying like, Mm -hmm. wait, I think this is weird. And I think Mm -hmm. it's kind of a macrocosm of what Devin and I have in our relationship where we've always brought things to each other being like, wait, is it weird that like, you know, my validation ex- is so yes. powerful and like yes. providing that because you seem, both of you seem extremely down to earth and very self-aware. 
Same. Wait till you meet Devin in real life. <laughs> yeah, I walk in with sunglasses on inside usually. So she throws her coat at me. <laughs> no, but I think like also, yeah, that's like my favorite. So I can text them stuff that happens in my relationship and say, do I have a right to be angry? Like, am I allowed to be annoyed at this? Because a lot of times I don't know. So the podcast is about that in a lot of ways. We also cover a lot of TV shows and the romances on various TV shows. And so many people, you know, a lot of our listeners sometimes won't be caught up on a show, but we use shows to talk about a specific relationship dynamic. So we use the Bachelor and Bachelorette TV series to talk about what is gaslighting because people keep on like saying and acting as if they pretend they know what gaslighting is or they just, it's become such a buzzword. And for instance, we just got off an episode of The White Lotus and we were talking about why you know, Ethan from the White Lotus is a villain. And it was about the plot, of course, and what we found exciting about the show and what we think will happen in the finale. But it was also about me being attracted to withdrawn guys and how Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to Ethan because I like guys who are unavailable. And Devin having to point out to me that Ethan might be a villain and me seeing that, oh, he's my type because he's aloof. And I love aloof people. That has sort of been my kryptonite. And then it's like, wait, why do I like that? This guy is like completely abandoning his wife emotionally and sexually. So our podcast really is about talking about every sort of relationship and how we relate to these characters, whether they be fictional or, you know, Macy from Teen Mom. And um, I mean, we were just talking about Teen Mom. I just love like the variety of people you just like said. (laughs) Like all we're missing from this action pack action figurehead here is like Snooky. Mm. Well, we do talk oh, about we Snooky. Snooky. <laughs> we do often talk about Snooky and we talk and about I, Snooky and Wow and how we love their friendship so much. It's and a good friendship. Wish the stance is pro. Yeah. The stance is pro. <laughs> I was just yeah. rewatching Jersey Shore and I found it so good. Comforting. Comforting, good, amazing, problematic. Problematic. You know that, see, I just saw this the other day um, when Polly D was being interviewed. Season one was filmed in 30 days and they didn't even know what they were filming. They were just letting these people live. Like they were just living their lives and there's just cameras. And then they had no idea that they didn't even know when it was going to go up. They didn't even know it was from TV. They didn't know anything. And then one day they saw the trailer on MTV and they were like, oh, I guess that's going to happen. And wow. all I could think was like that whole situation with Sammy and Ronnie. Ronnie was 30 days. That's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. When I I rewatched the first season recently and it it is like a like everything so much happened and it was day by day. Like Snooki got punched on like day seven. Like truly. It was crazy. It was crazy. And Ron and Sam, and that is one of the things that I think was problematic about that series is that Ron is clearly like an abuser. And also Mike, the situation is clearly like a predator. Like there's literally in season two, there's this episode where Polly D is like, Ron, Mike is creepy and he's impacting me catching girls at clubs. And this one girl at a club is looking at Mike and she goes, stop, I'm serious, please stop. And you're like, oh my God, you are, if this was shot today instead of 10 years ago, this would be a problem. Or I think it was like 13 years ago. It was Mm -hmm. in 2010, the first one I was dating and I was dating this guy from Europe and he couldn't understand. He was like, Jersey Shore, because I'm from Jersey. And I was like, these people are, and Sammy's (laughs) from New Jersey. Everyone else, the ones from Rhode Island, the rest are from like, what do you, these are not representative of how I grew up. Like, and that's probably why I always was like, I understood Sammy. Cause I was like, oh, I get Sammy. I get get the whole vibe. Like this is someone I went to high school with. 
I'm cool with her. Yeah. Um, you know, Sammy is such a boyfriend girl. She, she is. is the kind of girl who really, it, it was fascinating because Jay Wow and Snooki, of course, wrote the anonymous letter saying that, you know, Ron was making out with multiple women and put his and head between the waitress's breast. Those are my girls. Yeah. Those yeah. are my girls. They plant the anonymous letter on Sammy's bed. Sammy falls apart, understandably, and then she completely pivots. Her anger is directed at Snooki and Jay Wow, and she's on Ron's side. And Carolina, I think you need to go back to school and write a PhD. No, oh, happily, happily. This. Like this is exactly what definitely... I wish I had written my essays on in college. Yeah, there's definitely there. You know, there's written them well. <laughs> I think. I think another thing that we could do, and you know, <laughs> shout out iHeartRadio. I think we need to do a um sure rewatch podcast. I mean, I think this is where oh, we're happily. heading off here too. So we might have to do a spinoff here on this episode, ladies. Thank you for so much for coming on to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I, in the show notes, there will be a link for you to go check out Devin and Carolina's podcast, but where can people find you online to follow your funny selves? Um, I am at Carolina Rose Barlow on Instagram and Maria, thank you so much for having us. And Devin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Devin underscore Hunter underscore Leary on Instagram. And yeah, I had the best time. Thanks for having us on. Thank you for coming. Uh, again, I'll put, uh, you know, I know no one wrote that down. I'm going to put the Instagram links in the show notes. Go check them out. Carolina and Devin, the hosts of True Romance Podcast. Uh, check it out on wherever you listen to podcasts and wherever you listen to my podcast. Subscribe to both. If you'd like to work with me or my team, check out the links in the show notes. You can book a dating strategy call or you can join me on an upcoming Agape Intensive or an Agape Retreat. Links are in the show notes. That's it for this week. Be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week.